Good evening, everyone. Welcome to today's meditation session. Today is Monday, um, the beginning of the new week. Thank you for being here tonight to spend the next one hour together meditating, reflecting, and uh, relaxing, hopefully. To explore the mind inwardly, independently, and also together as a form. Actually, so for each session, a lot of content has been repeated in different ways, in different forms. Consciously, those ideas, if we call it still, if we call still idea, those, are, these things are very simple. But life is not so simple for most people, right? The simplicity of the mind has been affected, has been hit by so many things in life. It seems that life always drags you to be more complicated. That's why we have this session regularly. It's not uh, talking about something new, but it is always something new if we use different expressions, metaphors, to describe the same thing, the mind, the nature of mind. Hopefully, this kind of uh, exploration could re-enhance the neuron paths that support you at, and those neuron paths that make you peaceful. We had to admit that the, the whole world now is fraught with all kinds of inferences. It is unavoidable when you are interacting with other people. The inference ha has happened. The point is not to avoid any inference because we can't. But if we are attached to the thought that we can avoid any inference, that very attachment to thought in reverse will give one trouble, right? So, to live a life in your way, in my way, in everyone's way, is perfect. There's no right or wrong, but things that, how can we steer the life through all kinds of influences? 
when we say there's inference, actually, it means that some neuron paths has been triggered. This triggering process is the process of being inferenced. So from the perspective of the neurons, the combinations of the inferences is the combination of all kinds of activities of neuron paths. So even for this discussion here, in this session, there's also an, an influence on you, on every listener, when you choose to be influenced by this session. But this influence is different from other influences because we want to be influenced in this way to contract other neuron paths to come down. If you are calm, peaceful, and stay peace with everything, there's no point for you to listen to this exploration. It's not to listen to what I said. Actually, it's listen to your own heart, right? If you are peaceful, if you are joyful, I guess you have listened to your heart already. And you are still listening to your heart. We, we are trying to, but the thing is that the life has through through a lot to us, triggering all kinds of thoughts, making the water muddy. We couldn't see the bottom because the disturbance of the mind. To meditate is to deeply understand the inference in all kinds of subtle way. Of course, we are influenced all the time by the external environment, including all kinds of human nature and stuff. But it is also important, very, very vital for us to realize that they are inferences from within. You influence yourself. Who are you? You are just a mere combination of all kinds of mental images, thought. You are the combination of all kinds of inferences and habits, right? So there's also inference from within, which also matters. We couldn't 
do too much about the influence from outside, because where you are living and how you live is beyond control. No matter which family you were born into, which environment you grew up, it's really beyond your control. So this kind of influence is inevitable. But there's something we can steer from within. That's the influence from within, right? So we can influence ourselves when we know how the mind works, the nature of it. So those influences could counteract the external ones. So there's a cancelling effect. That's the peace and the calm. That of course, that's the way I, I vert this process in this way. You have your mental model to understand this process. But again, that's the purpose of have, having this session is to examine the mind by turning inward and notice all kinds of inferences we are going through. And um, I believe, actually, I don't need to believe because it's a fact. Everybody could find a way. Back to peace, joy, and the clarity about the life. Of course, if you are now being disturbed by thoughts, the very disturbance might make you doubt this fact. But no matter how doubtful you are, this is the fact. So before we continue today's session, let's still keep silent for about three minutes. Maybe you can notice how you were influenced by what we have discussed in the past 10 minutes. Or you can just reflect how many moments you were not present for the whole day or just simply focus on breath. Then we come back for the next exploration.
at the beginning of the session, we talked about the influence. To be able to realize and uh, notice all kinds of subtle influences around the world, on you, on everybody else. It, we mean, it means that we need to have a very subtle but very quiet mind. As you guys can see, right, the mind can be easily subtle. And uh, you may also notice that already the subtle mind can easily go astray. Right? There are so many twisted personalities, sociopath, or whatever you call it. Their mind is also very subtle. They're subtle in a very chaotic and a terrible way, to be honest. So if you want to make the mind subtle, it's very easy. And uh, unfortunately, the whole society is driving people to be subtle in a very cunning way. To be cunning, one has to be subtle. But to be subtle, you don't have to be cunning. To be able to understand the nature of mind, we have to be subtle. Probably we are more subtle than other, any other people because this sort of inner exploration. But can you be quiet? while you are subtle. We have noticed that there are so many subtle minds on this planet, but very crazy, very mad, to be honest. Right? There are so many crazy stuff because all kinds of subtle minds who is doing all kinds of subtle things to make a lot of influences on other people in so many different subtle ways. To be able to meditate, we also have to be subtle, to notice all kinds of mental activities, not to be cunning, not to use all kinds of weird thoughts to achieve some purposes. We just look at the mind without any end. But this observance also requires us to be subtle. 
towards the thought means that we are quiet enough to see what is going on without, without being affected by the thoughts. So, a meditative mind is a subtle and a peaceful mind. Most people couldn't do this. Not, 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 not because they couldn't. Not because they have no capacity or ability. Not that. But, but they don't do that. Probably due to all kinds of influences. All kinds, you know, the mental construct. construct state on them by the society. So they couldn't really escape all kinds of authorities to turn inward. Because the moment when you decide to turn inward, you have, negate, you have negated all the authorities, the psychological ones, the psychological ones already. So, most people twisted their mind to seek peace, to seek happiness, to seek pleasure. But unfortunately, this is not a very good way. There are so many troubles inside so much suffering in one way or another. So most people became, become numb. I think the, for this kind of twisted personality or the mind, probably it's best to be numb. to achieve the inner peace. One has to understand thoroughly the nature of the mind. And that's the only way, unfortunately, as well. To understand the nature of the mind is the only way to to be peaceful, to be joyful. Or, in other words, to return to nature is the only way to be peaceful and joyful. There's no any other ways. They are only illusions. Actually, so three minutes before the session started, 
I considered talking about humanity. Then the first half an hour went to the topic of influence. You see how changeable the mind was. Maybe we can uh, try to talk about the humanity a little bit in the second half of the session. But I think everything is connected. When a person is living in a way fraught with all kinds of habits and influences, there's no space to talk about humanity. Whether he or she is a human is questionable. Right? The life is so mechanic. It's purely based on some ideology, mental construct, all kinds of habits and inferences. It is really questionable to call that guy a human or not. It's not an insult. But it just um, makes us interested to look at that. Why life has be become so mechanic? The life is all about all kinds of thoughts, the reaction to thoughts, and behaviors as a consequence. And this part is also what the computer is good at. We can emulate in this part perfectly. So that's why we also develop artificial intelligence. It looks fancy. But when we realize the nature of mind, it is difficult not to see the ridiculous side of it. The mechanic, the mechanic way of life can be imitated. That's a very simple fact, right? If you live a life mechanic, I can also imitate you. It's all everything is about thoughts all kinds of mental construct. Sorry, Anna. Can you repeat? Yes. 
the patterns. I think the Anna mentioned a very good point about pattern. Pattern only exists in flows. If people living in new thoughts, his life is different. His life is might not be so consistent. So when we when we are talking about a pattern. It can be seen from the behaviors. But from the behaviors, there must be a corresponding mental process or a combination of it. The tricky point here is that When we're talking about pattern, it can be very weak. And the pattern itself is an idea. For example, we have this session every Monday and uh, Wednesday. Is that a pattern or not? Maybe yes. Because I give thought to it. I make it happen on Monday and Wednesday. So the pattern comes from, comes from thought. And uh, this part found the consciousness because we intend to do that. But there are so many thoughts running as background through a human's mind. All kinds of assumptions, whatever. This part process also leads to all kinds of unconscious or subconscious patterns. So that's why we say thoughts breed pattern. When people are living in thoughts, there must be a pattern for one. That's why we call it mechanical life. And the computer science, the machine learning can also learn patterns. It is not to deny this way or say it's bad. But we need to notice that when people are living in patterns, there's no space to talk about humanity. Because humanity exists beyond thoughts. Why we are violent as human beings? 
Those breed fear. When where there's a fear, there's a violence. To be secure psychologically. To be stable psychologically. Those breed fear. Fear drives violence. Where's humanity? Oh, I want to be human. This is only an idea. Has nothing to do with being a human. Being human. So the pattern of the thoughts can make a group of people repeatedly aggressive, repeatedly arrogant, repeatedly egocentric. Then we call it, oh, it's a culture. So that's why the culture also contains this kind of common patterns among a group of people ge geographically. So it's not to de deny that, oh, we, we should live a life without any patterns. How come? If that, let's close the session. if you like to. So, it's a, you know, so for this part of the inner exploration, we need to, to realize this part peacefully. to understand the patterns of thoughts peacefully. Because when I see that, I'm also part of these patterns. I also have my patterns. I guess you have your patterns as well. But the point is to deeply realize it. To consciously. Then the pattern you are living with is conscious because you realize it. So that's a freedom for you. You can keep it. You can change it. Like if you enjoy you know, getting up early in the morning to walk in the park, to enjoy the early, the early bird, bird twittering, it's also a pattern. I don't see a point to 
change it or go or give it up. But I know that, uh, yeah, I, I have this pattern. I find it's nice. I know it's a pattern. So when we talk about being a human, we need to live a life, not constrained by patterns. compact to the present. And then there's compassion based on nothing. Then there's a true care for anyone else who is suffering. That's the human, that's the humanity. It's not a thought, it's not an idea. It's not a slogan, be kind, no, nothing about that. When people are living in thoughts purely, there's no compassion at all. Based on thoughts, they are, they are only reactions to all kinds of thought. I like this, I dislike that. As we said before, thoughts breed violence. So we can call that person a person, but might not necessarily a human. Look at the mind. The thoughts has twisted this species. has twisted most people, deprived most of them from being human. To do a thing, before doing a thing, one has to be a human. This this old thing is very insightful. It means that we have to be a human first to notice that, okay, thoughts are in any way unimportant. Then we can do things. We can play with thoughts. Because in this way, you can do anything without losing
without losing being a human, so to speak. But look at what is going on in the society, right? We do things first. So we divide it. We are divided by thoughts. We have all kinds of expertise. Uh, industries, domains, whatever. And then there's a crisis. Crisis of humanity. That's the, that's the very, very realistic issues everyone is facing. The expert is more and more expert because the expert is trapped in a small niche, bigger, deeper, and smaller, smaller, until one feels smothered. And you dig your hole, I dig my hole, and we don't understand each other. And uh, we feel disconnected. Maybe I can judge you, your hole, mm, not a good hole. You may judge me, mm, no, your, yours is not as well. Then all kinds of chatterings happen, judgments, whatever, conflicts, complaint, whatever. Because we, we are disconnected. Because we all do things first. We don't have to be human. We don't have to be human. And then there's no common ground, a common sense of society to recognize that human, hum, humanity first. But now it seems that humanity is the last. Indeed, it is afterthought. So, to counteract this kind of a dehumanization happening across the society, and people, everybody, you know, everybody want to live a life like a human. Because a life without humanity is so sufferable. Everybody feels that. So to be able to live not so terribly or miserably. You know, people develop community to support each other. To, divide, to, to develop all kinds of strategies to live peacefully. It's only a store gap. A community is still a division. Still a division based on some common thoughts. 
and it's also very dynamic. And the sense of community is still some thought. At least it's a way for most people to live peacefully. Look at the mindfulness practice, why it has become, I would say, much more popular in China, in this Western society. It is also a correspondence to this invisible but unquestionable crisis of humanity. Of the society. And uh, there are other ways you know, to, to handle this problem in different ways. Like in Dutch, in, in Dutch society, people are becoming so, so individual. to avoid the conflicts, to avoid the confrontation between people. It's not to deny it, but it's because this social environment that leads to this individuality, the very extreme one, to be honest. But it's also a very good way to show that the society is lacking the common sense of humanity. That's why everyone has gone so individual. But when people are very individual, there's another very obvious side effect. That's the ego. You see, if we don't understand the nature of mind, there's no solution to peace and joy and harmony. Every solution people are, are seeking has downsides. Like, Yes. No, it, it is also another illusion that for people to try to create some order, some discipline or some kind of harmony from thoughts. Right? We, we need to have some shared values to, to form a community or whatever. 
But in reality, you may find that it's, it's not plausible at all. And people are so different from each other and all kinds of conflicts. And if we create a community, for, for some people, it might be comfortable as beginning. But for others, they have to fit in with that pattern, which creates another conflict. So as Anna asked, what is the solution to it? The solution is the common sense of nature and mind. When there is a common sense of the nature and mind, this sort of individuality absolutely makes sense. We are individual, but we know that we share the nature of mind. I care you, but I don't need to be with you all the time because we are different as, the as a consequence of all kinds of influences, life habits, whatever. But I feel what you are suffering. Best, the way to go individual. Not because I, oh yeah, we have so many conflicts, I need to avoid you. That's another way of being individual like the Dutch society. But we can say, oh yeah, everyone's suffering. We know that you know, people are living in, in different environment and uh, there are so many things which are beyond our control. But I care about you because we know that you are suffering in your way. I suffer in my way, but it's the same suffering in different forms. With that common sense of the nature of mind, how the mind works. And then there's a harmony. When you know, when I when I have a friend who who didn't respond to me for three days, I knew that yeah, he or she must have some troubles. Or she has something new, 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 because the mental process. That's why then I I don't need to worry about that anymore. I don't need to form thought to guess what he's thinking about whether he or she dislikes me or not. Nothing about that because when the whole society is based on this common sense of the nature mind. And in that way, it is collective, but it, it is also individual. Because collective means that we have a common sense. Individual means that we embrace the diversity of the human being due to the combination of environment and activities neurons. But you know how hard it is to have this, right? So most people couldn't have the chance to take invert.
And this kind of a revolution can only take place from each mind. Then there will be a common sense. It is it, it not possible to teach someone the nature of mind. If we, if we teach it, it becomes another ideology. But that's the way of called being harmonious. It is both collective and individual. And probably by then, there could be a new term to describe it. Because now, when we, every time we talk about collective or individual, it's only about the ideology. So this part of this kind of experience is also from, you know, from the Buddhism, from the, the, the Chinese Asian philosophy, from Laozi, Zhuangzi. It's all about this. It's based on the, past, the practice in the past three or four thousand years of human society. People can only be divided by illusions, not possible by facts. When there's a fact, there's only common sense. So that's the content of today's session. I think we have talked a lot about influence, humanity, and then the solutions to this very big society, this, this, uh, the social issues. And we also talk about the individuality in the Dutch society. I think that, that should be enough for today's content. Any other comments or want to say or want to propose a question to discuss? Uh, discussion is that um, 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 uh, um, yeah it has uh, several implications uh, what you are um, stating like um, um, having time for one for yourself to be human to um, um, view your own uh, thoughts and your own uh, 
yeah, uh, what's going on inside of you. And um, um, before doing something, um, and I think in this society, uh, which has uh, sped up, uh, speeded up uh, uh, a lot, I think, um, I think that that uh, strategy um, of, yeah, uh, first relaxing before our kind of um, meditating before action is, um, yeah, that is one of the implications that could be very uh, uh, helpful these days. And thank you for Bob sharing this part. But should I give comments on that? Or <laughs> okay, um, it's up to you, Siko. I think it's totally fine. I think Bob, if you have your own observation, that's great. I think there's no point for me to give any comment on this, because you feel it and you observe it. That's it. Thank you. So, I think we 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 have forgotten meditation today. The the conversation has lasted about one hour already. I guess it's time for us to meditate to end today's session. So in the next 10 minutes, let's follow the audio guide to meditate, to calm down the nerves after such a long discussion and exploration. Anything we discuss, even including mindfulness. When we're speaking about it, it is a thought process. So now it's time to clear up the thoughts and come back to this moment fully. So let's do it now. Now let's take a 10 minute meditation. Start by taking a moment to find a comfortable position to sit in a posture that you feel relaxed and get alert. Let hands rest on your knees or laps. Let the eyes close gently. Soften your forehead. Act a soft smile in the corner of your lips. Breathe naturally. As you breathe in, be aware that you are breathing in. Feel the sensation of breathing in. The region can be the nostrils. 
can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. As you breathe out, be aware that you are breathing out. Feel the sensation of breathing out. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. Fix your attention on the breath. Let go of any thought, words, images. This moment, nothing is more important than breath. While you are listening to the bell, check where your attention is. If it wasn't on the breath, after the bell, gently invite your attention back to the breath, and sustain your attention on the breath.
slowly bring your awareness back to this room. Feel into your body. Wiggle your fingers and toes. When you are ready, open your eyes. I hope everyone has enjoyed some peace from the past 10 minutes during the meditation. I did. So, I hope this peace will stay with everyone all the time. I know my wish is an illusion, but I know your action can make it a reality. So please don't let my wish become illusion. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I meditate almost every day. Thanks to uh, to the rich, yeah to the scheme of following uh, these discussions. So let's take actions. Mental actions and actions. See it thoroughly, say it clearly, then act. A life of meditation is a life of seeing and acting. A, a motherless life, a life without meditation, or a motherless life is a life fraught with reactions. So let's take actions to break the patterns of reacting. We can always try. <laughs> keep trying, keep trying without any end, without any aim, without seeking, but just keep trying. Great, and thank you for everyone being here tonight, Why, whereby, and the people from YouTube, 
and uh, hopefully see you in the future sessions. And uh, may peace and joy be with you all the time. Thank you. I, I wish you, um, Anna and uh, Joyce, peace and uh, happiness as well. Thank you for you, for everybody. So the same for everybody. Okay, take care. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you, bye. Bye.